everybody welcome to film code we are back once again discussing our probably our new favorite show that is wandavision we are looking at episode six and i am of course joined by my two co-hosts nathan pig nathan how are you sir i'm great phoenix thanks for asking it's just been a real pleasure talking about wandavision every week with you guys so glad to dive into another episode it's funny because we're six weeks in and we thought we were getting more answers and <laughs> now we're as, as confused as ever, but we'll get into all of that. We're at ground zero once again. Yep. And of course, joined also by Nick Spain. Nick, how are you, sir? Doing well, Phoenix. Excited to talk about WandaVision again. So interesting to see. Not a lot happened in this episode, so we'll we'll see what, what other theories we have again. Not a lot happened. Are you kidding me? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> this was this was crazy. So yeah, let's let's talk about this, because uh, I uh, I watched this. What was it? Yesterday morning, as soon as I woke up, and uh, yeah, that was better than coffee. Uh, it was <laughs> that was a really like just crazy crazy episode. So much happened. So much great stuff happened. Uh, I don't even I don't know where to start. Where do we start? In case. Uh... <laughs> In case you're a first-time listener and you clicked on this, expecting a non-spoiler WandaVision review, unfortunately, that is not us. We are spoiler-heavy, so this is your WandaVision spoiler warning right now. And I guess we should start with the beginning. Phoenix, you're probably itching to talk about the theme song. I do love the theme songs. I, I I love them. Now I I never seen Malcolm in the Middle, which I guess was uh, what they were sort of referencing this episode. Um, but I, I could tell I could tell the influence that so that was pretty cool. Um, but one thing I noticed even last week, and I forgot to mention this, I think the cast is actually singing the theme songs. Like I just noticed that. Like if you look if you listen back to last week's episode. Like, I feel like that's definitely uh, Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany singing the lyrics and probably one of the kids. And I think the same thing happened here because uh, I feel like I could I, I heard Tommy's voice or whatever. But uh, yeah, that, like that was that's something interesting. I didn't I didn't even realize or pick up on until these past few episodes. But yeah, uh, I think that the cast is actually singing the theme songs, which is really cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't have anything to comment about that. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Have you guys ever seen Malcolm in the Middle? Is that a show you watch? Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, we were born in, in 99. Oh, that God. show was, was like come out when, when what? We were like two? Two so. probably, yeah. Yeah. That's not a show I watched, unfortunately, but I do under, I did get the reference. But yeah, other so, than that. 
Yeah, I guess um, I guess I'll start. It was really cool seeing everyone in their comic book style <laughs> costumes. Um, you know, I'm not a comic book reader, unfortunately, so I don't. I wouldn't have known this unless other people had pointed it out. But nonetheless, it was still a a really nice touch. It was a way to include a nice nod to the comics without shoving it down your throat. You know, I'm a big believer in some things that the comics just don't transfer, and some of those costumes definitely Yikes. do not transfer so <laughs> no. i'm glad that they found a, a unique and fun way to throw them in there yeah that was that was really cool because i mean we i obviously it's known this that, that this episode was coming uh they showed it all the time in the previews but uh yeah we saw the original costumes which was hilarious and like really kind of makes you think like jesus christ what were they thinking in the comics that these were <laughs> were great outfits? I have no idea, but yeah. Well, I mean, the the only outfit that's not good in is that Quicksilver is because yeah. his hair's like hair spiked, spiked back, like got he, the got the stripe over his chest. It's yeah, so weird. but I mean, a, another cool aspect of this was the twins finally getting getting their powers. Yeah. One is fast, one is like Vision, and I think they tied both of those powers really well into the episode yeah. made it feel pretty organic i don't know why i wasn't expecting that so like that <laughs> like even though i know like tommy and billy maximoff are like key figures in the young avengers series somehow i did not ex- expect them to see that that they would get powers even though both of their parents are obviously you know mutants i don't know i don't know it just slipped my mind but it was cool to see <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we don't have a ton of um, direction as far as how we're going to flow this conversation. So it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like we're just going to bounce around. For those of you listening, I'm sorry. We don't have a real flow or script we're going off of. We're just going to kind of talk what we want to talk about and kind of bounce around with, throughout the episode. So um, I know some, some people do like this flow, walk through the episode and give their thoughts chronologically. Sounds like we're not going to do that, which is totally fine. Um, but... One thing that I found really interesting was that I don't have an answer for, I haven't heard anyone explain yet, is last, at the end of episode five, when Vision's like, why aren't there any kids here? Uh Well, there were plenty of kids in this episode. Uh So what was that all about? I think, I think, what's his name? Um, Oh God, the recast Pietro. Um, I think, yeah, I think he, he, he probably laid it out best when he said like, I'm guessing all of the kids were asleep in their beds. You know, they were just, you know, asleep. Yeah, I thought that was more of a joke. Yeah, no, I I like, because I feel like that's the only other explanation that works is that, you know, I feel like Wanda develops these worlds uh, in this this place pretty much as she needs them. Like, that's how it goes. So, like, if, if, that's why, like, when you, when you see Vision going past, like, you know, their normal neighborhood, things aren't really, people aren't moving, right? People aren't moving, they're staying still, they're pretty much ghosted because she doesn't need them at that moment. That's what I think that is. So it's like a situation where like they're frozen in time because they're not in the, they're not in the script yet. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think that's a really good explanation for that. Yeah. But I was kind of expecting more of talking to Pietro about where'd you come from? You're dead. Right. I don't, you look different. I was expecting a little bit more of that. And and I think episode five was, was a perfect episode, like the perfect episode of TV Mm -hmm. to the point where of course, episode six was going to be a little bit of a downgrade just because you (laughs) can't have a perfect episode following up a perfect episode. But I, I was expecting them to talk a little bit more instead of just, the absolute bang explosion that episode five leaves off. And then mm-hmm. it's just kind of a, I don't want to say a dud into episode six, cause I like episode six. It's a, it's a fun, it's a good episode. I'm not saying that, but as far as storyline goes with, with Pietro opening that door and just that wow stun moment, they like kill all the momentum of that by not <laughs> even talking about it. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure because I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we're just supposed to accept that, you know, this is happening, right? And 
Wanda, Wanda herself is like questioning it. Like you look different, you, you know, you don't have your accent, yada yada. You have different memories, right, right. And like he even says, like you're testing me, and I think it's interesting because it's like, it, like at the end of this episode, we see how much Wanda is in control of this world, but Pietro, I don't, I don't feel like Pietro is her doing. So like. My one, like, I, I think we all had the theory that someone was doing this to Wanda. I still think that's in play because yeah. I feel like at least the Pietro thing is not her doing. That's why she has so many questions about it. Yeah, and, and see, I think the theory that we talked about the past couple weeks was that Agnes is helping out and helping Wanda, but I don't even know if that's it because she <laughs> was kind of frozen in the, so to speak, you're not needed yet Yeah, kind of frame of mind where, you know, Vision had to, like, come, you know, like, tap on her, get her, like, real real feelings, and she kind of seemed, like, stunned. Like, I mean, she could totally be acting and, and playing mm-hmm. that off for Vision because she might know that he's on the trail. But as of right now, like, I don't think, you know, we know specifically that Agnes is doing it. And, and Nathan and I talked about this yesterday is, like, this episode was definitely set up. There's there's three episodes left. There's some crazy stuff that's gonna go down, no doubt about it. But this was just this was just a setup episode, and that's more so what I meant in the beginning when I was like nothing really happened because it was just more of a setup episode. Yeah, I would love to touch on a couple of things you said. First of all, setup doesn't mean bad. It it right, doesn't right, like right. this was totally Harry Potter Deathly Hallows Part One. Like this was one hundred percent a setup where good things happen. Mm-hmm. things do happen but you don't get that reaction it, when the credits rolled for the first time in a long time watching any show not just this show i was like not not quite like oh no it's over i want more it was more like it's over they, <laughs> they ended it like that right like, right right it was just like it, it wasn't even sure that it was a little bit of a cliffhanger but it was like all the momentum, the momentum, the momentum. Okay, it's a, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was genuinely stunned. Not quite like, give me more, like the right. last few have been, but it was like, wait, no way. It's it's actually over? Yeah. So, I don't know. It, it totally was set up. As far as the Agnes thing goes, it does throw a little bit of a wrench in our theory <laughs> that she is in on it. But at the end of the day, I am sticking to my gun saying she is involved in something there is way too many clues whether she's goody two shoes in this show and she's a villain in in dr strange if she's a villain down the line so be it but i'm sitting here right now saying she is involved in some way like that it's more than meets the eye with her character whether it's her going off script and saying let's take it from the top in episode five she was wearing a witch costume. <laughs> a witch costume. Right, Come on. Right. When they were in episode four, when they were putting all the all the people's names on the board, she didn't have a name. They still don't don't have a name. For they her, still don't have a name weird. for her. And when you take Agatha Harkness from the right, right, her name, and you take the first few and the last few, makes Agnes like those four things are all way too big of coincidences for a show that looks at every single minor detail which we'll talk about every single minor detail they look at. There's no way those are coincidences. Sure. She might not be what we thought she was in this show right away. Right. She definitely something I, I, I I would bet my life on that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's just the coincidences are a little bit too, too like this was, I think, I think her, I don't, I don't want to speculate, if she was lying, if she was not, I, I personally have no interest in speculating that right now, mm-hmm. but I do think that was them throwing a little bit of a curveball at us. Like yeah. they know that they set her up to, yeah. to look like she's a villain or look like she's someone. And they're like, watch, we're going to, we're going to throw we're you gonna off, throw, throw you off, throw you off the set. Uh, I get, I definitely agree with that, but I also want to talk about that scene. Like that was a terrifying scene only because like, let's say you didn't, think that Agnes was involved like you know what I'm saying she played that up I would say very very well like you know pointing out like you know asking if she's dead and then she tells Vision like you're dead like that's why like 
I think I'm dead and, and this is a nightmare and I have no idea where I'm at. Like, it's so creepy, like so, so insanely creepy and deeply uncomfortable. And there were a lot of those moments, this show, where it's just super like, oh, that, that went dark really fast. <laughs> right. Like, Especially the commercial, like the commercial. Yeah, that was weird. We gotta let let's wrap up this Agnes conversation, <laughs> and then we can go to the commercial. <laughs> You're right. the The eeriness of that scene, it was it was crazy. Just this yeah. dark road, right? No, the only lights are the headlights. Yeah, it was just, just it was freaky. It was it, they it was they definitely like, played that that noir type deal. I, I oh loved yeah, it. it was it was super dark. But yeah, that. <laughs> that commercial <laughs> I'm so hungry I'd eat anything Hungry I remember hungry I used to be like that all the time What did you do? Snacked on Yo Magic bro Now I have time to hang fit Can I have some? There you go little dude <laughs> the snack for survivors <laughs> was, yeah, that was that was very strange for yeah, sure like, like i mean all the commercials that they've done so far have been you know Normal. pretty pretty light-hearted in, in in terms but like this one whoa it went there like like so first off it was animated which is the first is a first for the uh the commercials at least and uh, like, I know these commercials, like I grew up on these types of commercials where there's like an animated animal talking to someone, selling them some food or whatever. That's that's super cool. And then we see the kid trying to open it and he can't get it open and days pass and he's in eventually decays and <laughs> into a, like a dead skull. And it's so dark. And I think just using the element of animation, playing with this idea of 90s cartoons and then it ends in that way. That's got to be one of the darkest things I think I've ever seen Marvel do. Yeah, I was going to say it was it was definitely strange to say the least. Something that I thought was was really strange and I don't know if Phoenix you have an explanation for this or if Nathan does, but the leader the the Hayward I think his name is mm -hmm. having all those blips on the map and having like visions highlighted you know what i mean like for all the people mm -hmm. um like on that big board i want like it just makes me wonder if he's involved in some sort of way because like i don't know it just seems weird to have everybody on a blip and know where everybody is at all times yeah hayward is i i would feel confident saying he's in on something mm -hmm. like he has some alternate agenda I saw something that like if you scramble Hydra, like every word, every letter that's in Hydra is in Hayward, mm -hmm. and maybe that's people looking way too deep into things. Mm -hmm. I, I don't says know. The guy who says Agnes's name is in <laughs> that's that one's real. That, that one's very real. That's not letter scrambling. That one's right. like well, they I, set that in your lap. But Hayward, whether you know he he bans at least attempts to ban the only three really geniuses we know that are working on this because right. we don't spend time with some of these other random sword people. So he bans the three. Jimmy Woo, first of all, didn't do anything and he gets canned with the other two. But then he he always makes Wanda out to be the villain. And even if she is like he's he's definitely got some some stink to him. Well yeah. I'm thinking is that uh you know, obviously we know that, well, obviously not, but we think that the mutants are coming in to mm -hmm. the show. And I can't take credit for this thought because I feel like we talk about this man every single episode, Straw Hat Goofy on TikTok, is that <laughs> this, he said that the the world expanding, the hex expanding, mm -hmm. it, ch it changes like the cells for Monica Rambeau and she's going to have powers. So what if they expand it 
worldwide and that's where the mutants come in because it stretches and my thought is who has been who was the villain in the last episode hayward who is the main villain of the x-men series magneto so maybe because magneto in the comics is scarlet witch's father he is helping her with this whole thing because it's his daughter and he wants her to be happy and and all that sort of thing. I feel like that's a stretch, but I'm that's just, a bit of a stretch. Just, just throwing it out there. I don't. I don't even know if it's a stretch because it just blew my mind so hard. I have to think about it for a couple but hours. If if Hayward is Magneto because the hex affects him like that, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm I'm retiring and becoming a a screenwriter. What if everyone that got absorbed in the hex? Not everyone, obviously, because we saw some people become clowns. What if some of them? like the major players start to become X-Men. Like what if Darcy becomes one of the X-Men? Like, like uh, Jean Grey like or Jubilee right? or something. Oh man. I don't know. Awesome. Like that's just a theory that I was and like Agent Wu be. is Zach Efron as Wolverine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that character arc would be killer, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I think um I don't know. I feel like Monica Rambo it's I mean it's pretty it's pretty black and white that she's gonna be um I forget. Photon. Her. Photon. That's mm-hmm. what it is. It's pretty black. Yeah, and white that she's gonna be photon because it's already kind of been set up that way. They sprinkled those hints, and then the last episode, they're like, "Here you go." Yeah. Right. 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 They definitely handed that to you. Like exactly. Like, it's so, changing your DNA. Like well, that's the issue. I, I think the other thing they're absolutely handing you was uh, that they're setting up Reed Richards, and uh, if, did they? If that's know. the cameo. If that's the cameo that Elizabeth Olsen was talking about, that would be sweet. Yeah. I know personally that'd be sweet. I'm ready to see John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Oh, man. um, (laughs) I do want to say that John Krasinski did meet with Marvel Studios back over the summer, and nobody heard anything since then. There was no casting. There was nothing, but he did meet with them that was on the books, and then everyone forgot about it. So I'm just saying if they were able to keep – Maybe Mark- John Krasinski is is Wolverine. Oh God! Oh, if God. they were able to keep Mark <laughs> Hamill a secret, they can definitely keep John Krasinski a secret. So, my my, my thought is anyway. I'm, I'm going on a tangent, <laughs> yeah, but, but she said the first in in the last episode, the fifth episode. Like I know a guy, and I know a lot of people online were like, "Oh, she said a girl because of the captions." Well, to the last episode, she said a guy, mm-hmm. so she's definitely meeting a guy. And this is the perfect opportunity to do it. You know, they announced a Fantastic Four movie is coming. Yeah. They met with John Krasinski, who everyone seems to fit think is the perfect fit for this. Nonetheless, um, the Fantastic Four is coming. We, we know that. Mm-hmm. And, and this is the perfect opportunity to set, set them up. Because in movies, you can't do these little subplots with characters, right? It's, it, or at least it's hard to in shows you can do these subplots all the time right. look how much we've talked about if agnes is not the villain of this show but a villain of another show or movie mm-hmm. we have you speculate dr strange is going to pop up things like that like you can definitely throw that subplot in and that's another one that i think they hand to you is is that that scientist she wants to meet is definitely mr fantastic i mean it makes sense it definitely makes sense uh, I think we're not getting that till at least like I think that's a final episode that's, type of thing. That's that's yeah. fine, but I still think they're handing it to you. Yeah. Um, I wanna let's see, there's so much that y'all brung up. <laughs> we gotta go back over so much of that. All right. So first off, Hayward. Um, okay, like the entire the entire sword operation that's happening outside of the hex is its own story and it is is just as fascinating, I think, is is hilarious. Um but yeah, so you you pitched an interesting theory. I have another one. All right. And and I want to see how this sounds. Somebody mentioned this, and I think it may have some valid. What if what if sword is filled with scrolls? And that Mm. yeah and so like that to me is a very interesting element especially now that they are absorbed into the hex <laughs> Nathan, do you up? have any like is is there more or is that just it 
I like no, like the idea was that you know. Would you see Hayward, this on Twitter? I, no, I don't know where I saw this, but okay. Hayward, uh, his his change from the beginning of this show to to now is so drastic that it's leading me to believe that he's like obviously we know something's up, right? So either he's a part, either Sword is is. I don't know how to put this. Sword is something that we saw Nick Fury building, I guess, something in space, right? Right. And we know that while he was doing that, the scrolls were pretending to be him on Earth. So I'm just saying, I don't know, maybe he's working with the scrolls and they built Sword together. I'm not it's sure. Like, is there is there more to that theory or is it just we know there's scrolls out there, so we're just going to identify anyone we think is sus. Like, <laughs> to me, I don't, I don't... Like, is there more than just, we know scrolls are out there, right. that person's shady, they might be a scroll. Like, I, I personally, I don't love that idea alone because w- at least what we know, the scrolls and Nick Fury are working together. Right. They like each other. So I don't know why they would be anti-Avenger now. I, I don't know that, like, Hayward's reasons for not liking wanda uh then are 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 weird to me the other thing too is that the scrolls are sweet like they're sweet they're definitely gonna set up some big plot twists with them being people we thought they weren't yeah but at the end of the day like if if the scrolls are in this specific show i'm not gonna be too happy about that because i think (laughs) they're just going back to the well way too many times they were in captain marvel a 2019 release they were in spider-man far from home a well that was a 20 wait they were all weren't they all 2019 i think so yeah so then they were in a few months later spider-man far from home and then they're gonna be in the next show the first show like these things hadn't been introduced to us until 2019 and now in two calendar years you're gonna put them in three things like to me that's kind of kind of ruining the value of them a little bit if they're just going to throw them in everywhere now where were they in far from home they were in the end credit scenes they were they were Both nick fury and maria hill that whole time mm-hmm. oh i don't remember that at all <laughs> so yeah i mean i just i think like they're sweet they're cool mm-hmm. they need they will have a future i just think that they're using them way too many times if they're going to be up in this. So personally, I'm not a huge fan of that theory. I'm not, I mean, I'm not sure. I know. I feel like they could uh, eventually appear in this. I'm not sure exactly what their role will be. That's something I hadn't researched thoroughly, but I think they're, they're definitely, there's a possibility that they could be here, but I also like, you know, well, real, real quick. The, also the timeline, this is before, this takes place before Spider-Man far from home. No, this is after. No, it's not. Because this is nine days after the blip. Because remember when they were getting nine days after they returned from the blip, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even then, think about like Spider Man wasn't going to go to Europe nine days after the blip. Right, right. So it's chronologically, and and the scrolls, we don't know how long they've been on Earth. There's theories that Nick Fury was a scroll for years since like Ultron, but I'm just saying, like, Timeline wise, this comes before Far From Home. Well, I like my Magneto theory personally, but that's just, <laughs> that's just me. Well, what was your other theory, Phoenix? Well, the Hydra theory, which I think is very interesting because I hadn't noticed that with uh, Hayward's name, but that makes a lot of sense. So, but I'm curious where Hydra, I, like I was going to say, I thought Hydra was dead, but we know that Hydra never dies. So, like, <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm curious what then would be the motivation for Hayward then? Is it just to eliminate Wanda? Is it to bring back Ultron? Is that why they're trying to get Vision? Because I, I, like, I feel like Hayward's goal is to, is to recapture Vision to rebuild Ultron if, see, he's, if he's for Hydra. See, and I think it's sweet. Yeah. I, I, think, I think if, if, if they're cameo because we seem to be talking a lot about this cameo that elizabeth olsen (laughs) stupidly teased um if it is ultron coming back i think that'd be sweet that'd make my my biggest beef with the mcu kind of put a wrench in that too i don't know i I think that'd be so cool especially because ultron was such a a large villain and a cool villain that they killed off way too quickly Mm -hmm. I, i think that'd be sweet yeah 
I think that I think that's his primary goal is to recapture Vision to rebuild Ultron. That's what I think his goal is. That and so he so he has to eliminate Wanda because Wanda's right. the only thing keeping Vision alive. So I think that's his motivation. So that's why, like when he when Vision was pulling through, they weren't trying to save him. They were like, no, like we we need those parts. So that's what I think that was. Uh, but yeah. So say, it raises an, another interesting theory: is that is Evan Peters and Tommy and Billy gonna make it out of the hex alive? Because Vision is is dead. He couldn't make it out of the hex. If he would have stayed there and he went and she wouldn't have like grown it, he would have stayed there and died pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Yeah. Evan Peters, we don't know where he came from. He would most likely have the same fate because he's not from this world, right? Mm-hmm. And Tommy and Billy are byproducts of the hex themselves. Mm. And I feel like because we have this Hawkeye series, Hawkeye has a, a big role in Young Avengers. These are the f- introduction to the Young Avengers. I feel like they have to survive somehow. So the only thing that I can logically think of is that Wanda's just going to expand the hex worldwide and the whole world is going to be inside the hex. And that's where the, the, um, you know, four or fantastic four and the X-Men and mutants come into play is because she expanded this hex. We know that it mutates cells, mm-hmm. mutated cells, mutants. I feel like that's just a perfect gateway into having the x-men in the mcu like i just i don't see any way out of out of this thing expanding worldwide i i really don't especially with the power that they've talked that wanda has i just i really don't see any other way i and actually I, don't want... I think that makes sense too because look at how we're going about this treating it as a series as a sitcom and we're going through different um decades like eventually we'll reach our present decade like i believe that's that's the case so once we're there if it let's say the hex has like i think that i think there's some merit to that theory because once they get into the real world now it's like well now this is it maybe like it stops being a television show and this is the world one thing that that no one's i haven't seen anyone say this but this conversation has got me thinking what did they compare Wanda's powers to? Right, the Big Bang. And Big what's Bang. one of the biggest sitcoms that ran for the last ah, decade? Ah. What if they? What if they tie that? Nah, I, I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, um, I, I don't know how they do that. Like, I definitely think it's possible to do the whole world, but then, I feel like I'd almost rather have it be, like, just one continent or something, because to do the whole world, I feel like. I feel like they would have to do a little bit better writing than just, oh, we had random Joe sitting at his his accounting desk. Oh, he's Wolverine now. Like, <laughs> well, I doubt that they'd make random Joe. I mean, they had they had the two Shield agents running away, and they um, made them clowns. They made them clowns. So I doubt that it just is going to be some random Joe. That's why I'm saying there's got to be some big players that turn into mutants, like. Hayward turning into Magneto or e- even if that's not there's got to be some people out there that haven't been introduced into the MCU yet that become the mutants I still think a Magneto um, cameo would be sweet so I I one thing we talked heavily last week that we no one's even said this word mm-hmm. this episode is multiverse mm-hmm. and it's crazy that that one episode that doesn't even mention it almost subsides all our theories. I definitely think that that theory about the hex creating mutants is a strong one, Yeah. but I, I would almost prefer them to pluck people out of a multiverse as opposed to doing that because I just don't know how you can, I don't see a way that they can write that. I feel like that's writing themselves into a corner with, like trapping themselves on what it would mean for the future and why it would affect certain people and not others. Like, I I don't know. I definitely think that's something that they absolutely could do. I'm just questioning how they would write that. And I think a multiverse, like we know the multiverse is coming. That's another thing too. We know it's coming. So we'll see what happens. Okay. One other thing that I want to touch on is, uh, uh, crap. I just had it. 
<laughs> uh, you guys had mentioned something earlier that I thought was very interesting. Uh, shoot. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like Evan Peters, do we think that's the real Quicksilver or do we think that's someone else? Because there we, we go. Yeah. No, uh, I think that has to be the real Quicksilver. I, I actually, I up. think, I think that's, that's another thing I wanted to talk about is because I don't believe Wanda is in charge of that. I don't think she created that. I think uh, Quicksilver, you know, Evan Peters Quicksilver, I think is someone else is doing, but I think is not, he's not real. And he's probably working for whoever is in in control he's like he gave off very like henchman vibes this episode where he was like trying to squeeze information out of out of wanda you know about how she did this and and you know what she's planning and all of that so he gave off that kind of vibe uh i feel like he might either he's mephisto maybe like they've done that where like he can shape shift or whatever into people or or he's like you know he's sent from him so like that's that's my theory um he also got another like you know horror shot of of him where he was dead and all that was super super creepy um but yeah i think there's something something there and like ah, now i remember what you guys said about this being a setup episode uh I, I believe that 100%. This is definitely a, a setup episode, which has gotten me far more excited for the last three episodes of this season. But as a setup, where do you think this is going ultimately? Do you think we're going to see multiverse, X-Men, Doctor Strange, Fantastic Four? Which, which of these options, maybe there are some other options that you think is the logical conclusion to this show? Well, one thing that I do want to mention just real quick, Phoenix, just because you mentioned it, is that I've heard a lot about Mephisto. 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 And, like, I obviously don't read the comics. So, like, why is everybody saying that that he's going to be in the show? Well, why is it a guarantee? Yeah, why? Because I've heard multiple people be like, this confirms it. Like, he is <laughs> going to be in this show. But they only have three episodes left to do it. Right. Right. Well, Mephisto is Mephisto. sort of like – he's he was – Mephisto, whatever. He's sort of like the devil right, of Marvel he, comics. Yeah. yeah so we like got, we got this picture. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh not a very nice looking guy. Um, but I think the reason that they think that is because there's so many, there's only so many big bads left in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, you know what I'm saying? That that would that would work for this story. I you know what I'm saying, that I'm saying. Like that will work for this story. And Mephisto's more of a, like a trickster. He plays on the mind. He's a demon. It sort of makes sense for him to be in the involved in this more so than like say Doctor Doom or Galactus or you know what I'm saying someone like that. So like that's why I think most people think that it's gonna be Mephisto. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the only theory I could I could assume. Interesting. Okay. Well, I'll answer your your question first. I'll take it away. I think that. This is what I think is setting up. This is the rest of the show, right? I think Wanda is going to expand this um, hex all the way around the world, going to introduce mutants. We're going to have the Fantastic Four. But I think that Doctor Strange is going to come in somewhere Mm -hmm. and set up Multiverse of Madness, that movie, because Wanda's in that movie. That's his movie that's coming out soon. So I feel like maybe... Because it can, you know, mutate cells in a way. I feel like it can maybe mutate the world in a way to create parallel universes. And maybe Doctor Strange steps in and, like, helps do something, 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 something. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're going to see X-Men. We're going to see Fantastic Four. Um, well, whoever Hayward is, whoever he is. So I, I think it's going to expand worldwide. I think that's going to introduce the multiverse, introduce X-Men, introduce um, Fantastic Four. That's what I think. So I'm going to go a little bit of a different route. I think that the Fantastic Four are already in this. We just, they don't have their powers yet. They're just, they're normal people. Mm-hmm. I th- 
to me, I think that was pretty, pretty obvious based on what Monica said. So I think Reed Richards is already in the, this universe. He's just a normal, normal scientist right now. So I don't think the Fantastic Four need any introduction, I guess, with like powers or anything like that. They just, they'll probably get that in their own movie. So I do stand by the multiverse theory still, not only because of the Doctor Strange movie, but it's confirmed in Spider-Man 3 that we're getting villains and characters from other Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. The multiverse is coming. And I just I just don't see them, especially with a concept like that, that is going to be much harder to tell in live action than it is animated. I just don't see them trying to set that up and play it out in in Doctor Strange too. I just I don't or Spider Man three whichever one of those comes first. I don't I don't know. I just don't see them setting it up and playing it out in the same thing. I think this is setting up multiverse. That doesn't mean it's where Evan Peters came from. I don't have all the answers, obviously, but I think multiverse is in play. That's what's going on, and I don't know if we'll see. I I really doubt we'll see all the X Men, mm-hmm. um, but I wouldn't doubt seeing a Magneto or a Wolverine or one singular X-Men to make it known that that's where we're headed. I do think we'll see Dr. Strange as well. I think he's definitely coming in in the second to last or last episode. And I'm going to stick by the fact that Reed Richards is going to be in it. Whether it's John Krasinski or not, Reed Richards is going to be in, in this show. Maybe he's the last shot or in the last episode. Um, so yes, they, they show you that X-Men are coming they show you that Fantastic Four is coming, but they're not like they they're not involved in the MCU quite yet. All right, I'm gonna go a little bit different. I think I feel like we're not gonna see Doctor Strange, at least not in this uh, season. I feel like we're not gonna see Doctor Strange yet until the Multiverse of Madness, right? Where that's where he'll he'll become involved. If if he does show up, it'll be like a quick you know cameo, like hey, we got to talk to somebody. And you know what I'm saying? We go to Dr. Strange. I think that's the the extent of his involvement uh, in this show. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll only be a one or, or one in a little segment of two episode thing. Yeah, that we that we actually see him. Right. Um, I think Mephisto, Mephisto is a 100% possibility. I think we, we finally get to see him. If not in the next episode, then definitely in the one after that. I think his his reveal is is imminent there's no way to avoid it at this point um and i think i think we see we're definitely i'm i'm more positive on the fantastic four than i am on the x-men i'm more positive on that i think the x-men is too far down the road and 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 we probably won't see that just yet but i think Fantastic Four will definitely be at least sprinkled in somehow. And we'll, I think the Reed Richards reveal is probably the most likely thing to happen. Uh, also, I wanted to ask you guys this question because this popped up in my head and I was like, is this a, I'm not sure if this is a possibility. So you guys have to tell me, do you see WandaVision getting a second season? No, I don't. I think. No, I don't. I, I just, I can see them leaving a giant cliffhanger that will make you go to the movie mm-hmm. to check out the movies. I just think the setup and the design of this show is purely designed for this nine episode thing. I don't, I, I personally don't see there being more to this, or I guess a second season that then, with what they're setting up so far. I just, I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I feel like for me, I'm not ready to say no, but I'm also not ready to say yes. Um, you know, this show has been 100% set up for something. Um, but I don't know if there's something that we'll see later on in the MCU that will need set up more from WandaVision or I, I just don't know what the second season would hold but I'm not ready to say no or yes as of right now. And you got to think the second season would have to have at least six episodes at the very least. That would probably have to take place after Dr. Strange two. 
unless they want to play around with these timelines, unless they want to say here, they dropped Dr. Strange two. And then a year later they drop WandaVision season two and say that it's before the movie. Like, I just, I don't see it with, with what they're playing out in the, in the show. Vision's finally starting to realize the truth. You know, things are starting to come to a head. I just, I don't see where they're going to take a second season. And not on, not only that, they would have to play it out for at least six episodes. And I just don't see where they're going to do that. I am, uh, I'm of the mind that I think it could be done, especially, uh, especially with, I think Nick's X-Men theory. I say, I think if we say that the X-Men aren't, aren't ready yet for this universe, this will, I do like his theory of how we bring X-Men into this universe. So I just think that's something that we could save for another season, even if it is like six episodes. So like, for me, I think it's possible, but it all depends on how these final three episodes work out. Definitely. Well, should we, should we rank where the, this falls into the, uh, the line of, of best to worst? I definitely want to know where you guys rank this. So, All yeah. right. Well, I'll start off. Um, I just first want to say of, of how how surprising this show has been. I think when they first announced this show, I think all of us were like, "Want you know, Vision's dead. Why are they <laughs> doing Vision? Why is he in this? Like, why is it a sitcom? Why is it a sitcom? <laughs> right. This show's come so far from when we first were starting to get little details of it. So... Good, good on you, Marvel. But this falls in third, or yeah, third for me. Um, five, episode five is number one. Episode four is number two, and then episode six is number three, followed by two, three, and one. So this wasn't bad. This episode four was the first episode where we were introduced to Sword. Episode five was just crazy, and you know this was just a setup episode. It, it, it's not bad. It's not. You know, it's not anything. It, it was just a setup episode that was that was very entertaining. So it falls in third for me. Yeah, and and I want to hit on what you said. This show, I mean, it's it's been great. Yeah. Not only are you playing with a dead character, you're playing with two characters that haven't been fleshed out at all. That's something that these TV shows are going to do: flesh out these characters that don't get a ton of time. But we went from episode one of just sitcom central of people just banging down the door. We didn't do this. But people banging down the door like, this show doesn't matter. It's boring. <laughs> I don't want to watch the MCU to watch a sitcom. To, in that episode, wondering, like, why can't they remember their past? That was our big yeah. question. To now, there's there's multiverse theories. There's mutants theories. There's fan potentially setting up the Fantastic Four. We still don't know who the villain is. Like, this they said you're gonna have to watch tv shows to understand the movies moving forward and goddamn were they right <laughs> so hopefully um it 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 concludes with a bang i'm sure it will but yeah just just want to say how how happy and proud i am of this show but similar to nick this is gonna fall in third place for me smack dab in the middle episode five remains king like i said earlier i think it's a perfect episode of tv especially with that that banger ending so many questions we had last last week talking about that episode four when we started to get some of these reveals with sword and and monica and jimmy woo like that was just uh that was just a blast getting getting some reveals and then we're getting episode six um i i had fun it was a good episode but at the end of the day it was pure setup it needed to be maybe five minutes longer to end with a little more of a i don't know comfort i guess i I think i I think it ended very awkwardly where it did so like i think it's gonna be really awkward next episode when they kick off with the 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 intro the modern family intro or the whatever intro and it's just gonna be so awkward picking off where last episode ended nonetheless still a good episode and then it's one three two after that interesting so you brought up something i didn't even think about which is now, like we, the past two episodes, we've been watching WandaVision as a sitcom. And then there's this side world of the outside world, outside the hex with Sword. Now, both of those have merged. So we're back into the sitcom realm. This is going to be very, very interesting. Well, uh, I personally think that, that it won't open with a theme song. I think it'll probably just 
start with with them being getting chased and it'll eventually lead into a, a good point where they can throw in the theme song because there have been episodes in the past like i think like one and two where they didn't do the theme song right away they waited mm-hmm. a little bit until like they got into the show so i think we're gonna kick off episode seven with them getting chased with them getting swallowed by the hex and then i think it'll show the hex going around the world and kind of do that and then we will see the theme song so, <laughs> Phoenix, give, give your ratings uh so for me this is this was a fantastic episode y'all saw my immediate reaction afterwards that i posted in the group chat uh loved it really did but you are right episode five is still king uh so episode five reigns number one this actually i will put number two because i really enjoyed a lot of the aspects of it and thought it was like for it being a setup episode i thought it did really great stuff setting it up um and then episode four obviously was incredible just loved it and then for me it goes one two and three again episode three is not bad at all like <laughs> at all it's a fantastic episode but that's my that's mine five six four one two three solid show so far just really cannot wait to see the rest of uh of what wandavision has to offer and i really am curious we should have probably kept like a tally of our theories because i want to know whose theories actually like manifest by the end of this so we'll have to we'll have to put a bet on that but uh we're gonna get up out of here guys nathan let everybody know where they can find you man Yep, you can follow me on Letterboxd at Nathan Pig. Go ahead on over there. Give me a follow. Let me know you're listening to the show. would love to talk with you. We are also on TikTok now at Film Code Pod. Make sure you give us a follow over there as well as Instagram and Twitter. If you're not following us on those platforms, you are missing out. If you've gotten this far in the episode, chances are you like what we have to say. If you could please give us a five-star rating, give us a thumbs up. However that rating system works, we are still growing as a podcast. It helps us reach new audiences. We would really appreciate that. Absolutely. And Nick, let everybody know where they can find you, sir. Yeah, you can find me on Letterboxd and Nick Spain. A lot of exciting things to come in the next coming weeks. Judas and the Black Messiah we're watching today, reviewing tomorrow for next week. We got uh, Nomadland coming out. We got The Father coming out. We got the Oscars. Phoenix is coming down and hanging with us for the Oscars. Yes. You know that we'll be doing a lot of Oscar content in this next couple months, so make sure you follow along for that. Absolutely. And my name is Phoenix Cloud, and you guys can find me on Twitter at IMHLReviews1. That's the number one. And on Letterboxd under PA Clouden. And like Nathan and Nick said, please follow us everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Film Code Pod, now available on TikTok. We're taking over the world, guys. And we will see you guys next week. We're out of here. Peace. <laughs>